Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Relove Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ezzy Spencer, and I help brilliant magical women just like you to create love. And I am beaming in from the Bali jungle, so please do excuse the tones of the Bali wildlife behind me. I have stopped and started this podcast recording so many times, and I have decided it is just more important for me to get out content that may be useful and practical and valuable for you than to have the absolute perfect recording. So please do forgive if you hear some roosters and cicadas in the background. So in this podcast, if you've been listening for a little while, you know that I answer your questions. So questions that are asked in my DMs, questions that come up inside of my coaching containers from my clients. I have a Relove uh, group coaching program, which is all about helping women to create unconditional self-love and self-acceptance to have a lot of fun dating and to become irresistible to the love that they really yearn for. And in the context of Relove, whilst we don't have like any shoulds around what should that love be? you know, it does tend to be that people who are attracted to Relove tend to want to create that forever partnership. So they're really done with the casual dating. They're wanting to step into a relationship with someone where they're fully met in all of the ways, you know, they're experiencing that soulmate level love. They're really feeling confident that they can start to build a family, build a life, build a future with that person. So this is the process that I take people through. It's a, it's a beautiful journey. Um, and it's very much through the lens of self-love. So self-compassion and self-forgiveness and self-kindness, as well as really owning who you are in your authentic essence. Now, in this podcast episode, I'm going to speak through the lens of a woman who wants to embody more of her own feminine essence, because that's the perspective of the client who asked me the question, which I'm going to answer in this particular podcast episode, which is what to say at the end of the date when I want the guy in this particular context. And I want the guy to ask me out. I want him to take the lead. I really want him to step into that role of masculine pursuit. I want to be, you know, feeling like I'm being courted. You know, that was her particular desire. Now, before I go any further, I just do want to make a quick point, which is that I don't think there's a right or a wrong way to date. I don't think that there is a particular dynamic that you need to kind of contort yourself into if it's not true for you. So everything that I speak about here, please interpret through the lens of self-love and self-sovereignty. If this isn't something that you want in terms of this particular dynamic, if you don't want to be pursued, um, if you don't want to be in that role of, of really embodying your feminine essence, then, you know, it's uh, maybe this is a curious curiosity episode for you. It's certainly not me saying that women need to be in a certain way. Um, But in this particular context, the woman who had asked me the question had had a history of stepping into the driver's seat in her relationships. And so what that had meant is that over time, she ended up feeling really bitter and resentful and exhausted and depleted and burnt out inside of her relationships because she had shouldered the load in terms of the responsibility, if you will, of really pushing the relationship forward. So she had made a conscious decision that in the next relationship that she stepped into, she wanted to date in a more conscious and intentional way. She wanted to be much more mindful about the types of people that she was attracting into her field, um, the kind of people that she was spinning the relove wheel with. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, in when I mentioned the relove wheel, this is wheel two. These are the eight stages of how to go from dating to relationship. There is a visual graphic of that over on my website, ezzyspencer.com, also on my Instagram, uh, Spencer as well, if you'd like to go and see those eight spokes of the wheel. And when we're talking about the date stage, we're talking about spoke number 
awe of the wheel, right? So what she was wanting to be so mindful in cultivating was that she wanted to ensure that she was not investing her time and energy and resources into another dynamic that would fit inside of the old pattern that she had been playing out in relationships because she knew that didn't work for her. She knew that she wanted to be with, in this case, a man, you know, obviously the masculine, feminine absolutely does not uh, correlate with genders. Um, but in this particular context, she wanted to be with a man who was really not just prepared to step into his masculine, but excited to step into his masculine energy with her. That was the romantic relationship, which she was really clear was going to work for her, but she didn't know how? So this is going to be a really practical episode if you've ever found yourself in this situation where you're like, hang on a sec, I really want the other person to be taking the lead here. I really want the other person to be asking me out. Like, I really want to feel like I'm in this feminine energy of feeling like cherished and wanted. And, you know, I want to have that particular dynamic as part of the courtship experience. Yeah. Okay. All right. So um, here's the scene. So maybe you've gone out with someone at a cafe. Maybe you've finished a coffee. Maybe you've had a casual meal. It's a first date. Um, it's been about an hour and you've been really pleasantly surprised by how quickly that hour has flown. The conversation has been great. This person's really intelligent. You know, you really enjoy their mind. There's been beautiful conversational chemistry throughout. They seem really kind and emotionally mature, actually, so much more so than anybody else that you've dated recently, which is a really nice surprise. In terms of the physical attraction, you're not entirely sure. Are you attracted to them? Maybe, maybe not. Like it's not a no, but are you? But I mean, they're not actually usually the type that you would go for, but it's not like you're not attracted to them. (laughs) You think? (laughs) You know, in fact, you've had a really nice time and you know what? You are clear inside of yourself that you would like to see them again at the end of the date. And then the end of the date approaches, that awkward moment starts to arise and maybe you feel a little bit frozen. You're not quite sure how to elegantly express what it is that you are feeling, which in this particular context is that you're interested and you want them to take the lead. (laughs) All right. So this is really, really common. I see this come up all the time in terms of the the, the coaching uh, sessions, which I do. And I think a lot of the time, um, you know, the, the, the conversation that can happen internally is, is, is really infused by second guessing ourselves. So it's really infused with doubting ourselves. So for example, um, you know, wondering like, you know, do I like him? Do I, you know, a bit of going back and forth, you know, firstly there, but then also that second guessing around what is the appropriate thing to do and what to say, what should be the criteria or the threshold perhaps for saying yes or indicating your interest without getting into that driver's seat, yeah? And to reiterate, like, it's totally fine to ask a person out if you want to, (laughs) right? It's totally fine to get into the driver's seat if you want to. Um, You know, I just think it is worth saying because I think there's so many – there's so much dating advice out there that says, you know, women have to be like this and, you know, I just don't think that's true. Um, But if you do want to stay out of the driver's seat, if you want someone else to be in the driver's seat, then asking someone else to out directly at the end of the date is not going to establish that dynamic, yeah? So having said that, how do we go about it if we want to be more in the feminine energy, yeah? And so Rather than jumping straight into that awkward silence and saying, for example, hey, want to go out again? Or even something like, I'd love to do this again. The invitation is first 
and this is just first, there's going to be more steps that come after this, but the invitation is first to see what the other person does. So to pause, you know, like to bite your lip, um, see if the other person steps forward first. Yeah. So give the other person the chance to step into the space, create the space. You know, you can obviously be doing that by responding favorably to the things that they're saying. You can do that throughout the whole day. You can give these signals that you're interested throughout the whole date, um, you know, but just give them the space first to see whether they step in. Yeah. Now, um, this is really interesting here. So what sometimes can happen is that the person that you're with is just like really clear and will just like step in. (laughs) And that's obviously great. Like that's awesome. (laughs) But sometimes it's not super clear or super direct. And what I sometimes see women doing is miss the cues where someone else is trying to test the water, right? So when someone else is trying to see whether you are green lighting them at that point, and so before they ask you out directly, they might say something just to see whether you like them or not. Like, you know, hey, it's so cool that you love that hot chocolate, for instance. You know, you're in a cafe, say, in this scene and you've had a hot chocolate and they say, hey, it's so cool that you love that hot chocolate. I know an even better place with hot chocolate, you know. And so one of the errors that I see here is that someone will perhaps interpret that literally and will answer in a literal way and say, oh, no, actually, I think this is the best hot chocolate. (laughs) You know, the other place wouldn't be better than this. (laughs) So you see what's important here. It's like read some of the subtext and see if someone is testing the water, because if they're talking about something else that's in the future where you can have that experience of stepping into that, um, you know, new, new exploration with them, right? They're not really talking about hot chocolate. They're talking about a way that they could connect with you again in future. And I know it just sounds so obvious as I say it out loud, but I see time and time again that even though it's so obvious when you're in the moment, particularly when you're with someone that you like, sometimes you can miss the cues, yeah? And so obviously saying something like, oh, really? That sounds interesting. Like, I'd love to try that hot chocolate, you know? And so it's a little bit more subtle. And the invitation here is to look at some of the ways that someone in their masculine might first test the waters or expressed interest in what might actually be more of a subtle or a sideways kind of way. And one of the things here, it's like if they're referring to something that may be happening in a different location, if they're referring to something that may be happening in a different time, right? So if they're referring to something that might happen in the future, for example, it's not like they're necessarily in that context, like asking you out for that particular different time or different space, although they might be. It might also just be that they're testing the water. Like how willing are you to leave the time-space continuum that you're currently sitting in which is the cafe with them, you know, how willing are you to move forwards into something else with them, right? And so, of course, then, you know, the invitation is to to really hear that in the manner that it was intended, like listen to the subtext underneath the words, listen with your heart. And obviously, if you are interested, then ensure that you're hitting the ball back across the net, right? Like that you are greenlighting them, that you're indicating your interest in what it is that they've said, like understanding that it's not actually about the hot chocolate, what you're indicating you're interested in is like seeing them again, like in a different location. Yeah. Okay. So step one is that you are giving them space to step in and ask you out. And an example of what it might look like is to not jump in and to initiate yourself, but to say at the end of the date, if you must say something, you know, to obviously I recommend leaving the space open. Um, but if you must say something, then to say, Hey, I had a really nice time and smile. 
you know, and leave it at that and see if they step in. Yeah, that's the first step. And then step two is making sure that you're watching out for any indication that they're testing the water and you're making sure that you're responding to that favorably. Yeah, and so you're really listening to what's being said underneath the words. And just the hot chocolate example is helpful here because you are invited to not see it as literally as the hot chocolate and whether your preference is hot chocolate or not. It's like understand that what's being said underneath the words is an indication that this person would like to see you again in a different context. So that's the piece that you want to be responding favorably to. You know, you can handle the hot chocolate later or not, right? You can go to the next place and decide that you'd rather order a green juice there. That's fine. You don't need to communicate that in the moment necessarily. (laughs) What's more important for you to communicate in the moment that you've heard what they're the the spirit of what it is that they were intending like you kind of are picking up what they're putting down and that you are responding in a favorable way if indeed like you want to have that further experience with them yeah so the cicadas are really taking off here my friends so I'm going to make this third point really brief but it's an important one and so I'm a huge fan of honest direct transparent communication I think that can sit alongside the flirting and the play and all of the things but here's the thing you've got to the end of the date the other person hasn't really stepped in and asked you out you think you've responded favorably and nothing's happening and you're in that awkward moment yeah so I'm a huge proponent of just saying what you want and you can say it in a really simple way something like hey I love it when my partner takes the lead you know I love being asked out you know you can just say it like that and leave it and here's the thing if someone is eager to do this with you if someone likes you if someone is able actually to step into the driver's seat to really start to roll things forward then you know it's an easy serve that you've just hit over the net to them right they're going to hit it back if they want to and if they're able to and this is a really important piece it's like if they don't respond to you it's probably because you know they're either like not as into you because if they were super into you and they were someone who was already in their masculine energy they probably would have asked you already or you know they're just not someone who's able to sort of step in in that way so you know obviously give them space let them text you after the date not everybody is like super um you know socially fluent in person like so just continue to you know leave that loop open even if they don't step in directly but I do think that in the post me too era there is some confusion around you know what is appropriate to say and you know what are the expectations or what's reasonable you know there is an element of cultural confusion around that as we're still working out collectively you know gender norms and social norms and you know the dating app process of course can lend an element of Um, you know, intensity and artificiality to an experience, which is always going to be a bit raw and tender, right? Like meeting up with someone in a romantic context and you like them and do they like me? You know, it's always going to kick up all kinds of things. You know, you add on the overlay of the technological disruption, you know, that we're going through in terms of how we meet and date and connect with people. You know, there's a lot that's there. Now, don't get me wrong. Obviously, I'm really in favor of me too. But I also want to acknowledge that it's not necessarily as clear today as it was 50 years ago, right, as to who did what, when, and what signals interest in all of it. So that's why I am in favor of you just saying really clearly what it is that you want. And if what you love is your partner taking the lead or you love it when a man takes the lead, then I think it's absolutely fine to say that. See what they do, see how they respond, and be prepared just to let it 
go. (laughs) They're just not going to come and meet you there, yeah? Because what is really important to understand is that you can never actually change or mold someone. You can't make someone be more in their masculine. You can't make someone like you, you know? And we don't want to get into any distortions or contortions or performativity, obviously, around any of it or any kind of controlling behaviors, yeah? So it's just much easier (laughs) to choose someone who's already in their masculine, who is already into pursuit, if that is what it is that you want, if that is what is going to work for you in a relationship context. All right, so I'm going to honor that these cicadas are going increasingly wild in the background. I'm going to wrap it up here. So I just wanted to let you know that if you are interested in coming into an experience, a live group experience where you can ask questions that are relevant for you, where you can really speak through the situation that you are encountering or share screenshots or really kind of get some very specific uh, advice for your particular situation, then the Relove program may be a great place for you to um, to start. And so you can go over to my website, ezispencer.com to see all of the details of the program we do have a enrollment period open right now doors are closing on the 25th of september and you can jump in right away and start the curriculum so there's a deep dive curriculum which supports you to get that beautiful clarity inside of yourself as to what it is that you actually want what's the kind of relationship that's going to have you come alive yeah and again it's really through the lens of self-love and self-sovereignty i do not believe that there is like a once fits all relationship size but what i do believe is that you have a unique love blueprint which is going to support you to understand what it is that you need to fully flourish inside of relationships. And so that's one of the many steps that we take you through inside of the Relove group container. So do go and check out the website, ezyspencer.com, for all of the details if you are curious in exploring that further. And you're really welcome to reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Ezzy Spencer. If you have any questions about the program, if you'd like to see whether the program is the right fit for you. I'm wishing you all the fun and joy in the dating process and all of the pursuit and the adoration that you absolutely deserve.